0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This AceCast download is brought to you by Link soul Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com
0: baseball is just around the corner.
1: The pitch to Ramon is
2: drilled to left center, way back. How far will it fly as the A's take the lead?
4: It is the Oakland A's and the Los Angeles Angels from Anaheim as the Oakland A's and Angels get ready for Game Three of a four-game set. It's the sixth game of the season series. Angels have won three, the A's have lost two, but this is Game Three of this series. This series, uh, even at one apiece, the A's won Game 1-11 to Ten, losing last night by a score of five to three. The pitching matchup will feature the right-hander Luis Medina making his major league debut. After making his AAA debut with Vegas this year, he'll be opposed by the left-hander Patrick Sandoval, who's 1-1, the area 3.38, 12 walks, though, and 15 strikeouts. As I'm joined by the voice of the Oakland Athletics, Ken Korak. And, Ken, first of all, last night, uh, Mason Miller, uh, a tough first inning. I have heard you talk about Ruiz, whether he kind of was kind of in between, whether he wasn't sure whether to dive or whether to kind of lay up on it or if he just slipped. But Miller settled down after that. They ended up scoring four in that first inning, but he retires the last eight he faces. He has five consecutive strikeouts overall a pretty solid performance for the right-hander.
2: Yeah, I think especially because he bounced back, like you said, Johnny, after the tough first inning. And um, in the second, he he struck out Mike Trout and Shohei Otani back-to-back. So that's a feather in his cap. So you're right. I think it was... And he learned a lot. He talked about... His uh, pitch location in the first inning when he talked to the reporters after the game and he came inside more kind of varied the speeds on his fastball johnny in those last three innings so I think he took something uh, positive out of the game
4: well uh, Luis Medina here we go again and another uh, right-hander getting his uh, getting his uh, major league debut tonight of course Command issues in the past came over from the Yankees and not pitched above Double A before this year, so made his Triple A debut with Vegas this year. Uh, but this is exciting, Ken. I mean, look, this guy's making his debut. He's hit triple digits. The question, of course, is command. But what are you most excited about watching this kid pitch tonight?
2: Well, hopefully he'll throw strikes, and that's the big thing. And like, as you know, because you've spent a lot of time around Scott Emerson, it all starts with fastball command, and that's the thing with him. And you, you look at the first three batters. He'll face in his big league debut, and Ward, Trout, and Otani, and then they have Rendon batting fourth. And so you, you know, it's such a cliche you hear about it so often, Johnny. Trust your stuff. He has a right. big time fastball. It starts with that. So we'll see how deep he can get into the game and if he can throw strikes up here. And uh, it's a it's a great opportunity for him right now because, um, as you know, Johnny, right now with the A's, it's the land of opportunity.
4: Absolutely. Well, look talked to ken we talked to uh mark Cozzi a lot and he talks about we he talks about the fact i just i want to be competitive in these games we want to play competitive games well a's have been competitive in three straight and four of the last five so I, I think that's a pretty good sign you can talk about the de game and he struck out 11 and they, it was five two but really for the last five they've been in those games
2: you're right they're playing better and the defense i think has gotten better too and you just hope that if you if you execute, if you play the game the right way, you're going to get your share of wins. And this is a tough assignment tonight, as you know, with Patrick Sandoval, whose um, ERA lifetime against the A's is 1.84. And then you get Otani tomorrow. And then the Reds are coming in on Friday night, which I think is, we we've thought would be maybe a, a soft part of the schedule for the A's. But, you know, they just swept the Rangers in a three-game series that finished up today. So... Uh, but yeah I think your your point is well taken and for us when we're doing the games you want a good game I mean if if the A's don't win at least you, you feel like if there's a competitive game is it's an exciting game that makes it a whole lot more enjoyable for everybody yeah, no question and finally you look with Richard Lovelady uh, pitching as well as he has pitched on
4: the bullpen Sammy Long worked two. Uh, scoreless yesterday in his age debut Sam Moll has pitched well and of course Kirby Snead's going to start the year in Las Vegas so they have some pretty good left-handers down in that bullpen right now
2: yeah especially a couple of guys named Sam and one who you know very well and Sammy Long who touched 96 yesterday Um, Scott Emerson was really impressed with his fastball and uh, he has a chance I mean. it didn't cost the A's a whole lot because the Giants had, had let him go, and so he has a chance. And I think the fact that he's he started before Johnny and because the A's starters aren't getting deep into games, that he can give you more than an inning. He pitched two innings yesterday, and so to give he could give the club maybe three or four on occasion out of the pen. So uh, that's important as well.
4: Absolutely. Hey, have a great broadcast.
2: Appreciate it. Okay, buddy. All right, that
4: was Ken Cork. When we come back, uh, Chris Townsend will sit down with the manager of the Las Vegas Aviators, Fran Reardon. You're listening to the A's Total Access, presented by Chevron. Get moving in the most electrifying Honda vehicles yet, like the CR-V and Accord, with available hybrid powertrains designed for a more responsive performance. Honda, the 2022 Kelley Blue Books KBB.com best value brand. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda CR-V hybrid or 2023 Accord hybrid.
3: Brought to you by your Northern California Honda dealers. Buy or reserve yours today.
0: See dealer for financing details based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book. Visit kbb.com for more information.
6: Hey, Billy.
4: This is A's Total Access. Let's pause while we have a moment for station identification on the Oakland A's and the A's radio network.
0: A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and
4: KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Chris Townsend had a chance to catch up with the manager of the Las Vegas Aviators, Fran Reardon. Fran talks about Mason Miller being and an inspiration growing up with juvenile uh, diabetes, and also his electric stuff. So here is uh, Townie's interview with Brand Reardon on AceCast Cast earlier.
7: Yeah, it's it's incredible. Uh, you know, Mason's not only an inspiration to you know tens of thousands of young young kids around the country and the world that have juvenile di- diabetes and how he overcame it, but you know you go to the baseball side of it and you talk about his mix, his fastball up to 102. He's got a, a wicked cutter that he's just starting to break out to hitters at 95, 96. He's got a pretty good breaker and a, a good changeup. And then you combine that with his command and his mound presence and the the ability to attack the strike zone with any pitch that he has. And he's a pretty special guy. And uh, let me tell you about that start he had here in, in Vegas, where, you know, he pitched five innings, he struck out 11. Yeah. He didn't walk. Anybody, it was just something special to watch. Probably one of the best starts I've ever seen in my career.
1: Yeah, because to have somebody with that kind of stuff throw strikes, I mean, you've seen a lot of guys who throw really hard and are just, you know, blessed with a God-given arm, but they don't always know where it's going. I mean, the fact that he has it and throws strikes is just rare.
7: Yeah. Yeah. It's very rare. And, you know, it goes to his his delivery. He's got a simple delivery that he's able to repeat. His arm is on time for all all four of his pitches. And when you have that kind of stuff and you're able to repeat that often, good things are going to happen. And he uh, he knows he needs to compete in the strike zone and he's always going to do that.
1: Jordan Diaz is just 22 years old. I know he got the great experience in the WBC. I think that was great for whatever players got to, to, got to participate in that. Just when you look at him, you've had him now for a while, and we got him up here now. How good of a hitter do you think he can be?
7: Uh, he's, he's kind of like a savant in the batter's box. You know, I, I, I don't know how you would game plan to pitch to Jordan Diaz. You can try to get him to chase. If he's in you know, a mode where he's swinging the pitches out of the zone, you can get him. But if you make a mistake over the over the plate or even sometimes away from the plate, he can make you pay in so many different ways. He, he uses the whole field. Um, he can hit velocity. He sees spin and, and hits spin. Well, he's just a, a very, very, very good hitter. And you, you just don't see the that kind of bat to ball skills on an everyday basis. And I, I really hope he continues his hot streak up there.
1: You had Rusinski and obviously he just threw the ball real well for five innings. I mean, very, you know, kind of sad. He comes over, and you're expected to be in the rotation. He got a hamstring issue as a pitcher, but what'd you see in him before he came back up here?
7: You know, he started off a little bit slow. He only had a couple of a couple three starts with us. He started off a little bit slow, and then progressively got better. Drew's one of the hardest workers I've ever seen. So he, you know, whether it was rehab or his throwing program or his plyo program. The guy's a hard worker, and he's very mentally tough. You know, you look at his journey, what he's been through in his career, where he's been in his career. I actually managed against Drew in 2012 in independent ball.
1: Wow. Uh, Yeah,
7: (laughs) Yeah, That's uh, awesome. I had to go to Wikipedia to find that one. (laughs) That was an interesting little fact. Um, You know, Drew... Drew, is he's throwing the ball well. He had five scoreless innings uh, against Sugarland a few days ago, and uh, he, he's ready to come and help the A's win.
1: All right. I do that hit in every single game in the fifth inning where we take a look around the minors brought to you by State Farm. And I'm talking about you guys every single day. Who are some players you would like to highlight telling A's fans, watch out, these guys could be coming soon?
7: Well, I think you hit on a couple of them and Tyler and Cody. Um, you know Zach Geloff is getting comfortable at this level and he's having good at bats and he's playing playing good defense at second base um, Nick Allen has had good 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 at bats since he's come down um, Of course the Oakland fans already know him fairly well uh, Trent Brooks is a guy who's really swinging the bat well and he's hit for power he's hitting for average he's also playing a good outfield um, so those are those are three guys that I
4: think have really impressed so far Chris That was Chris Townsend with the manager of the Las Vegas Aviators, Fran Rood. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll chat with Jessica Kleinschmidt about Shea Langoliers. We'll have that after this. You're listening to A's Total Access, presented by Chevron.
3: Unbeatable mileage from Chevron with Techron unlocks all kinds of unbeatable trips, like to family dinner the next town over, or to a family wedding the next, next town over, or even to a family reunion over the river and through the woods at Grandma's house. Any drive is worth it to see Grandma especially when you can stop along the way for unbeatable cleaning power from Chevron with Techron. Your engine will be thanking you for making the trip.
6: Download the Chevron app now and find unbeatable mileage near you. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy to use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. First
3: United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with above market certificate rates. Whether you're saving for college tuition, retirement, or even your next big trip, First United has a high rate certificate for you. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for current rates and to open an account today. Federally insured by NCUA,
0: not one penny has ever been lost. A's cast is your destination for non-stop A's baseball. The
2: fish is Seth Brown now, and he drills one to right. Way back, and no doubt, and that quickly, the A's have taken the lead. Second deck.
0: This is A's Total Access with Johnny Dosko, presented by Chevron.
4: All right, Jeff Kleinschmidt is with us. Jeff, great to have you uh, with us, and uh, look... Uh, Shay Langoliers. Uh, I guess what, you know, you hear all the scouting reports on him and he comes over from the Braves and the Matt Olsen deal. He is impressed in so many ways from his uh, just his baseball IQ, the way he handles pitchers, his power. He has five home runs, could have six. He was robbed of a grand slam the other day. Uh, but uh, this guy has been impressive. What have what your impressions of uh, of Shay has been so far?
8: Well, Shea Bangaliers is what I've been calling him lately. That's by right. the way, he did he earned that nickname, and he gave me the seal of approval, too, last season, so it's staying. But his OPS is getting up there, and you mentioned five home runs in 21 games, which is tied for second among major league catchers, by the way. And, you know, I have to remind myself, this guy only played in 40 games last season, which he hit six home runs. So if you look at that pace right now, he has a very strong pace. But like you mentioned, there are more factors there. He mentioned the discipline. He controls the strike zone, which is something he's been doing from the beginning. And that's often a characteristic in any young player that they have to learn as time goes on. And he's learned it rather quickly. And he's he's getting hit by pitches, so he's showing there's no fear. He's ready to get hit by those and get on base. There's there's patience there. And the thing that was really interesting is he, you know, just last year, which feels like a long time ago, from how much he's matured. We talked about those extra base hits and pitchers were adjusting to him really quickly. So that swing and miss was showing, but that doesn't really seem to be the case right now. And you mentioned coming over in the Matt Olson trade and people were really high on Christian Pache in that deal. But a lot of people behind the scenes were telling me, you know what? Shea might be the main guy in that deal. Make sure you watch what he's doing. And also what he's doing behind the plate, you have to develop this trust. From every pitcher and he actually looked up to a Bay Area catcher and Buster Posey who exuded that, you know, there was nothing but trust with Posey every pitcher who's ever faced him. Now he had to do with the likes of Matt Cain, Madison Bumgarner, those types of guys. So that was something that Shay always looked up to and at the end of the day he wants the pitcher to succeed just as much as he wants to succeed and you know he was under sean murphy but more importantly i'm not trying to kiss up to you but he learned a lot from Stephen vote last year and i've spoken to many catchers who have learned from vote and there isn't a better teacher when it comes to being behind the plate and just an overall great guy and he's able to teach guys things and not make them feel stupid, you know, and and everything like that and just be a well-rounded player. And so when you have those younger players, especially catchers, they're just going to sky skate through that maturation process very quickly.
4: Yeah. He's a guy that's just, we always talk about separating your offense from your defense as a catcher, and he kind of has that natural ability. Sometimes it's hard to, for these catchers to, to to totally understand that and grasp, especially at the big league level, things are happening so quickly. So I think that has impressed me with him. He just, if he has a bad day at the plate, it doesn't affect him. He threw out three would be base dealers the other day. He just seems to be the whole package right now, doesn't he?
8: Yeah, and I, I'm jealous of. Back when I played, if I had a really crappy day at the plate, if the catcher went awesome, you just forgot about everything he did offensively. But with him, he's able to kind of even that out. And he was known for his defensive capabilities right off the bat. So for the bat to come around now, I think he's becoming the Shea Langleyers that when I was getting those texts from those front office people to say, Jess, you're going to love this guy. Now I'm like, okay, I see what you're saying.
4: All right. Hey, Jess, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. And we'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow morning. Thanks, Johnny D. Okay, that was Jess Klein Schmidt. When we come back, Vince Catronio will sit down with the Angel Skipper, Phil Nevin. We'll have that after this. You're listening to the A's Total Access, presented by Chevron.
0: Like sports, business is about winning
3: Series continues between the A's and the Angels. We visit with their manager, Phil Nevin, and we'll get to the friendship with A's manager, Mark Hotze, in a bit. But first, Phil, when you took over Midway last year and finished out the season and then got the announcement of the extension at the end of last year, how did it help you prepare for the things you wanted to do to put your stamp on trying to get this club back to the playoffs?
9: Well, I think s- slowly but surely last year I was able to do some things that you know that maybe I wanted to do uh, if I ever had the opportunity to take over something like this. But then when it was announced and knowing you have a full off season, just really the dialogue between Perry, my staff, as we were assembling the rest of the staff, um, Ray Montgomery, my bench coach, have all been such great help. Guys I've leaned on quite a bit. But uh, just to understand, like going into spring training, being able to construct your practice plans, being able to construct what you know you want to implement, whether it's certain things you do defensively or offensively, Uh, you know obviously had some sort of comfort but there is a part of you that's like is this still going to be is this going to work like it did in the minor leagues and we got major league players and um, you know certainly when I got you know the first couple days of spring training and you get in the mix with the guys it's really just like that it's it's the flow of the game it's being around the guys the relationships you create are all special and and it's been a lot of fun
3: what have you learned 24 games into the season about your club?
9: Well, we haven't played our best baseball yet and we're still a 500 team. So, I mean, I'm proud of that in that sense. Uh, we're, you know, Kind of finding some different ways of, you know, constructing the defensive alignments and things like that. And we weren't sure, you know, Gio Urshela is now playing a lot of first base with Walshie out and doing a fine job and really started over at our shortstop. And then bringing in Neto, who's solidified the defensive side of it and getting Anthony out on the field on a consistent basis. You know, the defensive part of it, I think has come along very well. Also had to figure out some roles in the bullpen for some guys, and not necessarily closer eighth, seventh. I, I really don't do it that way. But the fact is, is they understand more when they're coming into games and what their role is going to be that day. With conversations I have pregame, uh, and we've swung the bats well, well enough to win a lot more games than we have, uh, which tells me that we're going to be we're going to be okay going forward.
3: You're not the only manager that has to deal with injuries on a daily basis, but with guys like Otani and Trout and Rendon, which are so vital to your club. And we're missing an action quite a bit last year. How do you plan days off for guys that want to play every day, especially if they feel like they're good enough to do so?
9: Yeah, I've just kept my conversations, you know, flowing with them on how they feel. Uh, But there are, I told, I sat down with Mike and Anthony before the season, and I just said, hey, April and May, we got some tough stretches. You know, we're playing in the middle of an 18-game stretch right now in a row with no days off. And I just said, come June, I'll let you guys argue with me a little bit. But if I pick a day and I say this is the day you're going to have, that's just the way it's going to be for the first two months. So we'll see how this goes. But keeping those guys healthy, especially early in the season and through this tough stretch that we have here and then coming up over the next probably three, four weeks uh, is really important to me. The best part about that is we have a lot more depth than we've had in the past. So I can sit, Mike, and and still don't feel like you're playing so much shorthanded as we have in the past. And, um, guys can move around the field and play different spots. Louie Ranjifo is a, you know, a great utility player that can really play any position on the field. And it's nice to have guys like that when I know I can plug and play them, but we're not missing a lot.
3: Look, we know that both you and Mark are, are Titans. You guys both live in the San Diego area. You've been very good friends for years. Been- mentioned yesterday there was a foul ball that was hit in his direction he tried to catch it you noticed that you gave him a little bit of heck from your side what is that relationship like and how much fun is it just to to be in this situation together and kind of accept when you're facing each other commiserate about what you're trying to get through i mean the best way i can say is i love the guy
9: he's you know one of my best friends uh, we talk all the time whether we're playing each other or not competition doesn't stop when we're playing each other uh, I'm just really proud of what he's been able to do and his baseball career and where he's gotten to um, and what he's doing with the Oakland Athletics baseball team. It's um, I know what the position he's in. It's it's tough, uh, but for him to stay as positive as he is and keep making the guys better around him, uh, to me it, it, he has one of the hardest jobs in our in our league. Is, is the best way I can put it. And you know not to you know slight anybody on that team or on that side or where they're at. We know they're rebuilding and. Um, we know we're in for a fight every night because of the way he's coached them and uh, the staff that he has over there and put him together. And I know what kind of effort I'm going to get when, when we're playing against him. And um, and I hope he feels the same way about us. I mean, we're, we're going to fight you. And I think the game two nights ago was very indicative of both of our personalities, um, the way we, uh, the relationships we've created with our players and the way we've hopefully rubbed off on them. Um, you know, like I said, I'm just very proud of him as a friend, uh, what he's been able to accomplish in this game, what I know he has going forward. He runs a heck of a game. Um, you know, when it's when you get in a tight one with Oakland, I can think you anybody around the league, uh, you know, you're in for a nice chess match, you know, talking to other managers because he does such a fine job with his bullpen and, and aligning his lineup and pinch hitters. He seems to push the right buttons a lot.
3: Always appreciate the time. Thank you, Phil. All right, Vince. Bill Nevin joining us. Now back to you
4: all right thanks a lot vince yeah great interview and when we come back we'll have the cal state east bay stat of the day we'll have that after this you listen to the total access presented by chevron
6: if you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games go see our friends at the chicken pie shop of walnut creek the chicken pie shop is one of the hottest restaurants in walnut creek you're not going to find a better menu and come try their world famous chicken pie that has been served in southern california for 86 years spacious indoor and outdoor dining perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com.
3: With more sunshine returning, it's time to get outside and make the most of what Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer, like 27 championship-caliber holes tucked in the beautiful hills of San Jose. And take advantage of their amazing Bay Area views for your next special event. It's all for you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club, an award-winning venue designed to peacefully take you away from the bustle of Silicon Valley. Go to CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. swing and a miss. He went soft and got him again on a changeup. That's seven strikeouts, an ongoing new career high for Paul Blackburn.
0: AceCast is your 24-7 home for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A'sCast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Johnny Dosco, presented by Chevron.
4: It's time for our stat of the day brought to you by Cal State East Bay. Well, Diamondbacks right-hander Zach Gallon has tossed at least six shutout innings in four consecutive starts. He now has thrown 28 consecutive scoreless innings. He has uh, issued five walks on the area's four wins. Gallon, since August the 8th of last year, has 137 strikeouts and 20 walks over 111 innings in that span. Even with his 28 straight scoreless innings, Gallon isn't even halfway to the record set by Oral Hershizer, which was 59 consecutive scoreless innings from August 30th to September 28th, 1988. By the way, Gallon uh, last year had a streak of 44 and one-third consecutive scoreless innings. Uh, not last year, I mean, uh, yeah, last year he did, and that was the longest since since uh, 2015. But, so Drysdale's record was broken. Uh, by Hershiser, Drysdale's 58 and 2 consecutive scoreless innings, and he had an astonishing six consecutive shutouts. I'm still waiting for the time. A pitcher has more wins than walks. Greg Maddox, of course, the uh, last guy to come close, a starting pitcher. He had 19 wins and 20 walks in 1997. We'll take a break. When we come back, uh, that's, that's, by the way, our Cal State East Bay stat of the day. Ken Korak will come back with Tommy Everidge when we return right after this. You're listening to A's Total Access presented by Chevron.
8: Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of TOPS trading cards. TOPS packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and tops.com to collect the first product of the season TOPS Series 1 Baseball. Follow at TOPS on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today.
2: This is A's Total Access. On Wednesday in Southern California, warm early evening, and we're joined by the A's City coach, Tommy Everidge, and the challenge of facing the lefty, Patrick Sandoval, Pitched well against you in the second game of the regular season. But, Tommy, you guys are doing a much better job lately against left-handed pitchers.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. We've been seeing lefties pretty good and, you know, getting another little redemption game off Sandoval. Pretty excited to see what the boys bring
2: tonight. Any way you can look at that and give us an explanation as to why the club isn't better, Tommy, this year against lefties than righties?
5: Well, I, I just think, you know, like um, with the righties we got that have been kind of hot and, you know, and kind of hitting the lefties good, so they're in the lineup a little more. And, um, you know, you just see more righties. when We've seen some tough ones, so, uh, you know, uh, I'm pretty excited our chance off Sandoval. He's got the good change up and he can kind of cut that fastball in, but... Uh, if we kind of keep our approach like we did off Suarez, I think we'll be fine.
2: You've seen guys like Shane Bieber, and you've seen Otani and DeGrom. I mean, those guys are pretty tough from the oh, right yeah. side.
5: Let's not forget Rasmussen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, right, right. And, uh, so, you know, sometimes those things go into it. But, uh, you know, I think the last game we really had off the lefties, you know, I think our big righty bats stood out, Rooker, Aggie. I mean, they set that team record that never happened, which I was kind of shocked with McGuire and Canseco, you know, around <laughs> yeah. all those years.
2: Yeah, back to back, same players twice in the same game.
5: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was. I was shocked that I was like, our <laughs> right. two righties? I'd love it because you know, it just seemed like in Saco and McGuire were hitting homers all the time when I was a kid. Yeah.
2: <laughs> when you were when you were playing, were you more comfortable against a left-handed pitcher?
5: Oh yeah, I I I, I had big-time splits <laughs> against yeah. the lefties versus righties, and it's well, something about. Uh, you know as long as you understand that the change up gets you off speed everything kind of comes into you so you're, you don't, you're not having to kind of chase you know that slider and I think that's uh, you know same thing with uh, lefties off righties you know their numbers are going to be better with the ball always coming in you
2: know. Do you remember your second major league home run and what C.C. C. Sabathia threw you in that game?
5: Oh yeah I remember that a lot because <laughs> I was watching film you know they told me to watch film and in the minor leagues we never had film and uh he hadn't let off a righty with a breaking ball in like three starts. So I was selling out heater, and he went first pitch slider, actually. And I was like, well, I'm hitting eighth, and uh, <laughs> he's probably not going to double up. So I just sold out heater, and it was a high fastball that I got out.
2: But see, there's a good lesson there, I think, even for your young hitter, is to be thinking along with the pitcher.
5: Yeah, yeah, you kind of understanding what they do. And, you know, if you see a pattern of things, you know, it's like, well, he's not going to go – if he had never gone one slider to start off a righty, the chance of him doubling up, I, I just took my chances and guessed right.
2: Yeah, The big A on a warm day, would you think that, that the ball might be flying a little bit tonight?
5: I hope so, and I uh, hope on our end. <laughs> yeah, it definitely feels warm, and the ball does get out of here pretty good. I remember, uh, I think it was right before the All-Star break last year, we, we hit a bunch of homers, and it was steamy, and that ball was flying.
2: Are there, were there parks when you were playing where you just you saw the ball better in one park as opposed to another?
5: Oh, yeah, that happens a lot. And I, I kind of learned, I mean, my weird idiosyncrasies. If the hitters eye was off or if the field was off, I would I would naturally shift towards the bigger gap as the center of the field. So I would, I would have to remind myself to center. Yeah, there were definitely some parks. I was like, what's going on here?
2: Interesting stuff. Inside baseball, Johnny D with the A's hitting coach, Tommy Everage, And we'll send things back over to you. All right, thanks Ken. We're getting very close to game time. The A's 5 and
4: 19, the Angels 12 and 12, and the big league debut of right-hander Luis Medina. Should be fun. It's the A's and Angels coming up next.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.